It's a smorgasbord of recording. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of my Not So Balanced Life podcast. I'm Natalie. And I'm Allie. And it definitely shouldn't have taken us this long to record this intro, so grab a snack and let's chat. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of my Not So Balanced Life podcast. It's your MC, Natalie, because Allie said she was tired of hearing her voice on the intro. So here we are. Yay! <laughs> it's so nice to have you back, Natalie. It's... What a treat. It's good to be back on the podcast that shares both of our names. It was <laughs> like, where did Natalie go? What's Natalie up to? Yeah. What's the dealio there? But guys, relax. Calm down. She's back. Are we still doing the quibble corner? I feel like we haven't done that in a little bit. We haven't. But I haven't had any quibbles. Have you? No. But I've also haven't been in the picture for a while. (laughs) So step one to receiving quibbles, actually be present to receive said quibbles. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I can't think of anything. Although I did get made fun of for my foot comment about like if you wash the bottom of your feet or not I did get a lot of feedback and I got called a dirty bird I just want you to know that like my feet are clean they're not dirty that's all thank you clean season love it season um okay well today's episode since it is going to be released the day before new year's I think if my calendar and my brain serve me correctly which lately it's No, it is actually – no, yes. Wow, I can't – see, I just messed it up. It's released the 31st, which is the day before New Year's, okay, because that's how numbers work, 31 and then 1. Shocking. I know. Um, So we are going to be kind of recapping 2019, our favorite top moments or things or whatever, and then we're going to be segueing beautifully into our goals – things that we want to accomplish and things that we want to focus on for 2020. Um, We are going to kind of touch in a little bit on the podcast. And like, I know I announced a few weeks ago, like some things might be changing um, and things like that. So Natalie, tell me sister, what were your top three moments or things of 2019? You know what? I got to say, 2019 was a fantastic freaking year. You know, we had a lot of ups and downs in 2018, a lot of big events that happened there. And, you know, I have to say 2019, as stressful as it was in some moments, there was a lot more highs than lows this this time around. Mm -hmm. Um, Big highs for me, I announced or – not announced, released this little side hustle of mine that we've talked about on the podcast called Resonate Company. Um, Thriving. Like, I've been very fortunate with that because I went into that little business as just being purely a side hustle, and it's really kind of blossomed into something that not only is super fun, but has given us a lot of flexibility financially. 
um, to do things that we probably wouldn't have been able to do if we didn't have the little extra income that we've been making from that. So that has been super successful. Um, everyone that supported me with that, I appreciate you and love you guys. Like, it's so cool to be able to say that I have a side hustle that not only that not only helps us financially, but also um, is something that I really thoroughly enjoy. So that's a huge perk. Number two, kind of shifting gears a little bit. Other thing that I'm proud of is I am extremely proud that I competed in my CrossFit competition this past October. That is something that I had told myself that I really wanted to do and really wanted to focus in on because for 2019, I really tried to focus in on getting myself right mentally and physically and just bringing myself to a better place where I genuinely have like self-love and affection for how I feel about myself and how I look at myself in the mirror. So that was like something that was really critical for me to work on because at the beginning of 2019, I just wasn't in a really good place mentally with how I felt about myself. And I feel like it really did show um, in terms of my emotions. Like I was, I feel like I was a lot more emotional at the beginning of the year, just because I had a lot of negativity in terms of how I viewed myself. And so working on that in 2019 and getting myself to a good place was so critical. And I feel like that fitness competition was just like a culmination of all of the work that I had put in to not only better myself physically, but mentally too. And then finally, the creme de la creme of 2019 highlights. I mean, it's no surprise here, people. You've heard it about 30 times in the last few episodes. I got to marry my best friend in November, and that was beyond anything and everything that we could have hoped for. And on top of that, we went on a kick-ass honeymoon, which, you know, it was really good to, like, treat ourselves that way because we're not, like, the type of people to genuinely splurge on ourselves. So the honeymoon was just like the cherry on top. But marrying Brandon, I mean, I obviously went in like sequence of events when I said things the way I did. I actually probably should have like reversed that. Number one should have been Brandon and then no particular order. Yeah, these were not in any particular order. I was just going like based on timeline here. But marrying him, like, I can't really talk about it a lot because it makes me emotional, but it was just a dream. And for anyone that is getting married in 2020 or in the immediate future, uh uh-uh, my co-host over here, um, just enjoy the ride, enjoy the moment, because when it builds up to that day, it's everything. And you realize in that moment that all the stress, and I was pretty fucking stressed out but all the stress was worth it because it was just you and your partner doing the damn thing and get married so those are my top three sweet Allie did you write them down (laughs) I wrote mine down (laughs) in classic Allie fashion she has a list on her phone actually classic Allie fashion with a millennial twist (laughs) 
Um, okay. So my top three moments, which I feel like everyone can guess my top moment of 2019. These are and if you can't these are these are in a very particular order. I went I went timeline and sequential. Allie actually went like top top moment. Well, okay, so this top one is the toppest. Is that a word? No, it's not. I mean, the most top. The most bestest ever. The creme de la creme of the year. And then the rest are out of order. Um, (laughs) Is obviously getting engaged to Brian. Um, It was awesome. Like, every morning, and people, I'm sure you'll be like, "Eh, it's just stupid. But literally, every morning I wake up and I put my ring on and I'm like, holy shit, I'm getting married. Mm -hmm. It's such a weird feeling. And like sometimes I'll just like hold Brian's hand and I'm like, bitch, look at my ring. (laughs) Like (laughs) I'm getting married. (laughs) Bitch, what? Yes, I know. I bought the ring. What did I say to you last night? I was like, oh, wait, hold on. She has to put away her iceberg. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just so – happy and it still feels kind of like surreal because it's like we've waited for so long for the opportunity and the ability to get engaged that it was just like it's still really like emotional you know um what'd you say I said it still feels like a dream yeah like yeah I kid you not. And if you just got engaged, which I know some of the people I know and some friends just got engaged as well, like you understand. And I'm sure even like when you're married, like when you wake up and you're like, holy shit, like I'm married. I'm a oh, new yeah. woman, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, it's just such a cool feeling. Yeah. Um, the next one. Oh, I just realized that I didn't write them in order. Anyway, the next one is Brian moving back home permanently. Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm was the biggest barrier of us not being able to kind of move forward. And that was just huge for him. Finally moving back home was a big deal and starting this podcast. This was big for me because it's, it's been, it had been a goal of mine or something on the radar for almost a year and being able to, you know, find time every week or sometimes we have to cram recording like two episodes in one week to make things happen. Like the fact that Natalie and I have done this for almost an entire year is No, we have to throw a birthday party for the podcast. I know. We should. We should do like a a little get together for the podcast or something. That would be so extra. <laughs> it would be. It would be. Maybe something small. But um, it's, it's been really cool that we can come together once a week or even twice a week to, you know, talk about things and have you guys connect with whatever it is that we're saying, you know, and, and in life, there are some times where things are just really overwhelming and, or things are super fucking boring. And you're like, I don't have anything to say today. And this podcast has given us kind of an outlet to kind of talk about things when they are kind of boring (laughs) and talk about things when they are getting overwhelming or they're getting frustrating or we're really excited about something and, you know, we have big things coming. So this has been a huge outlet for me and it has allowed me, and I said this before in the podcast, but it's allowed me to connect with people a lot 
easier than I would if I didn't have it. Cause when I meet people, I don't have to pretend to kind of be someone else. If they listen to the podcast, they already know like who I am and what I like and what I don't like. And it's just really nice to have a connection with somebody before you actually meet them in person. And then when you do meet them, it's just like easy yeah, to to get along with them. Um, and to really hang out. Yeah. Well, I was going to say too, I think interestingly enough, I think with podcasting, like you and I, obviously we've been friends for what, like six years now going on six years. Yeah. Yeah. Going on six years. That's a long amount of time, you know? And yeah, Allie and I, we live in the same city, but if anyone's like not familiar with Orlando, you understand that Orlando is like a culmination of like five different areas that are all within like a 40 minute range. Right. So it's not like we get to see each other every single day. Like it doesn't happen like that, you know? And this for us, I think has kind of given us a different depth to our friendship just for the fact that like we talk about stuff before we flush it out on the podcast a lot of the time. And, you know, there's stuff that she's learned about me from this experience that, you know, I, and here's the thing, like, I might sound like I'm an open book on here, but like, I'm very kind of like reserved, drawn into myself Mm -hmm. and introverted on a lot of things. Like I'm a very private person. I don't like to disclose a lot right out the gate, even with like some of my closest friends. So you know, there's been stuff that has kind of like evolved with our friendship as a result of this too. So, you know, and if anyone's like interested in podcasting, like, I mean, if there's one thing that I can say to it, it's like, I feel like it's a little harder to go at it alone. I could be wrong on that. I mean, we've talked to some people that have done podcasts by themselves and they've been super successful, but I think in terms of like development, because this changes you too. You know what I'm saying? Like it changes you too. It it pushes you into a level of being vulnerable, like with what you want to disclose and things like that. And I feel like because we're doing this together, like we've pushed ourselves more to kind of like peel back the layers and like really disclose what's going on. So, I mean, even though I didn't list it out on my 2019, like this has been a huge accomplishment because it's not easy to, to put yourself out there every single week and to have to do it without the concern that people are either going to take it and accept it or they're going to reject it, you know, to just do it. And for us being the extrovert introverts that we are, like it's, it really does force us to kind of peel back our layers and be vulnerable. So it is a big goal. Um, it's Allie's brainchild and she's, you know, mentioned that too, but to be along with the ride for 2019, it's been fun. It's been really fun. So good times (laughs) and scene. Um, Well, kind of to Natalie's point, you know, she does live like 40, 30 without traffic, 40 minutes with eh, 45. Aggressively driving down I-4. Well, I mean, the times that I've been like to see you have been like in the morning and we usually make like a day out of it or like a few Mm -hmm. hours. So it's not just like, oh, I'm going to swing by and pick something up. It's usually like I'm going to go over there for a few hours. Um, I try to leave early ish in the morning. So I don't hit much traffic on I four and sometimes it'll be like 30 minutes, but yeah. Um, last night we hung out, um, with Cindy, Tommy and then Natalie Brandon and obviously like me and Brian. And I was like, when was the last time I saw you? And she was like the wedding. And I was like, holy shit, that was a month ago. 
in person. Yeah, in person. I haven't seen Natalie in person in a month, which I forgot the Christmas gift that I was going to bring you. You're fine. (laughs) Oops. You're literally fine. Uh, Anyway. But yeah, this is good. Yeah, very, very happy. Um... All right, so we're going to beautifully, easily, nicely segue into our goals for 2020. Boom, chakalaka. The end of a decade, the beginning of another. God, that sounds like really overwhelming when you describe like the end of a decade. Also, where was everybody in like 2010 or like 20, oh, 20 or 2009? I'm like 2009. <laughs> I'm like, do we just short circuit right here. <laughs> I'm like, I know where I was in 2010. Where were no, you at? I mean, like, in 2009, nobody was like, it's the end of a decade. Oh, I know. It wasn't nobody. like, we're hyped. No. And now it's like, it's the end of a decade. Yeah. And it's just like, okay. Yeah. Like, I it's need to here. look back where I was in 2009. I was yeah. in school. God, that was a oh good God, time. Oh my God, I was though. a junior. No, no, we were graduating at this time. No, we graduated. Well, going into the new quote unquote decade, we were graduating. We were going to graduate in the new decade. Yeah, that's where all the hype was. It was like 2010. 2010. Yeah, that's where all the hype was. Oh, Instagram. Oh my God. Our 10 year reunions are coming up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Next subject. Okay. End of a decade, you know, 10 years. I'm going to – okay, let's do this. Let's find where we were at the end of 2009. I keep wanting to say 20-something. Okay. And then we'll do like like the 10-year challenge or whatever the hell it is. Oh, God. I'm like very concerned about what I am too. My eyebrows have come a long way. That is like the least of my concerns, honestly. God, Allie. 2012. All right, gotta go. Gotta go to Facebook. That's that's really where the the scrapbook starts. <laughs> I think I got it in 2009 against my parents' wishes. Mm-mm-mm. But yes, 2020 is upon us, Allie. Yes. With the new quote-unquote decade upon us, what are your goals? for 2020 this year um okay there's a lot of goals but i've narrowed it down to three three things and within the three things there are like other mini goals you know sub goals um the first the first two are kind of tied as importance i think so the first one is planning my wedding it's a big goal. <laughs> it's a big Good and goal. important goal. It's so easy when you're helping someone else plan their wedding, but then when it's like planning your wedding, it's like you forget everything that you told the other person to like, oh, don't forget to do this. Don't forget to do that. Or like, make sure you, you know, whatever. And now I'm just like, I don't even want to plan the wedding. You do. No, no, no. Don't like even. I do. I do. But also I don't because the minute I start, it's like I can't – like you can't stop. Mm-hmm. The minute you start, it's like a marathon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One that you are just – there's no stopping. Like there's like water mm-hmm. breaks, but you don't stop until you're walking down the aisle. And I think even at that point, 
the shit doesn't stop until you wake up the next day. Oh, no. I will say the angel that is Bella Sposa events, I relinquished all concern about the wedding planning. <laughs> 48 no, hours. getting a wedding planner because my anxiety, like, I'll be a mess. I'll be a freaking mess. Like, I, I honestly can't, can't do it. If there's anything worth investing in, it's a day of court. Whether that be the day of a month before whatever the package is that you go with do mm-hmm. it because they are angels in disguise like you just don't realize how much like builds up and like how much there is to think about like details like I just have known like really terrible wedding planners oh yeah where I'm just like I can do your job mm-hmm. like how and I am scared that the wedding planner that I get is gonna be I don't know like a a mess, a disaster, and I'm going to be more stressed out because now I'm hurting a cat who's hurting other cats. Do you know what I'm saying? Somehow got that back to a cat reference. <laughs> Always. <laughs> um, but yeah, planning the wedding, mm-hmm. buying a house. Mm-hmm. I really left like the hardest things of my life into one year. It's a lot of major things that you guys are trying to do in one year. That's what? It's a lot of major things that you guys are trying to do in one year. It wouldn't be like an Ali Marino, Brian Gonzalez type of thing if we didn't pick the hardest fucking route. Because that's just who we are. Like, you know, it would have been easier to probably get a house last year or like after the wedding. But I don't want to get married and then move back into an apartment. That to me is just not okay. And I think to my parents, mainly my dad, that would also not be okay. Mm -hmm. So, and again, like for the wedding planning and for the house hunting, like we have two very supportive families, very supportive and very involved. So we are very, very fortunate in that aspect that we, you know, if we need something or if we need to lean into them for anything, they're both available. And then for the house hunt, you know, we have really good friends that are realtors that are going to be helping us out and, you know, we're going to really lean into them Mm -hmm. to guide us through that process. And obviously to our friends who have done it already. Um, Okay. So then the third thing is I'm going to restart coaching again, um, which is very exciting. You know, the mission for my business is to help women and men kind of refocus their energy on themselves again and kind of finding themselves and finding a lifestyle that works best for them and what makes them happy and what makes them proud. Because a lot of the time, you know, you just focus your energy on so many other things and people that you pour. Again, it's like the whole like pouring water into your own glass. Mm -hmm. We forget to do that. Parents forget to do that. People with jobs or families, they just forget that they also need that nurturing and that care for themselves in order to be able to do that for other people. So I just want to do that. I want to, you know, kind of like we've developed a community here with the podcast. I want to be able to do that with my coaching business to have friends that you can lean into for help, guidance and support. That's, that's what I'm about. Mm -hmm. And I just love things, nutrition, wellness. I love it. So I will be restarting coaching in January. You heard it here first kids. Yes. I'm still trying to find where I was in 2009. 
Um, okay. And then, all right. So I know last year I did this and I don't know if you did this, but I had like words of the year. Um, and my biggest word for 2019 was consistency mm-hmm. and it was really good in the beginning. And then I had like a major thing that changed, which was I left my gym, which was very hard for me to do, but that like rocked my life. It's been two and a half years, almost three years at the same gym, same people, you know, it, it was comfort. It was home. And I left there and it's, it's been hard the, the last, um, the few months of like right when it happened, trying to establish a routine and trying to find Mm -hmm. that consistency and that motivation, which again, like, I do not think motivation is an actual thing. It does not exist, but just to find that regularity, I guess, within Mm -hmm. myself to show up and do the workout and and Mm -hmm. be consistent. Yeah. Um, so that took quite a long time. Um, and then Brian and I decided to work out together, working out at home and we love it. And it's been going really well for us trying to find our balance in our apartment, which we are going to be moving in like a month. So the balance will be off kilter again. Yay. Um, you guys will work it out. You always do though. Yeah. So I think I'm going to carry my word of consistency into 2020 just because there is going to be a lot of moving parts in the next year for us with the wedding and the house buying. And there's another thing, coaching and my job and podcasting, like there's going to be a lot on my plate. And I think the only thing that's going to help me keep it all balanced, I guess, is making Mm -hmm. sure that I am doing things for me first. So I have like the energy and the mental capacity to, um, to do it. Cause I know when I don't, work out or when I'm not eating well, I kid you not, like my brain is fucked up. I get super snippy with Brian, with the people that are close to me. I get, I get an attitude. I am not a pleasant person to be around when those two things are not good. And driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's bad. It's bad. And even Brian's noticed it. He's like, okay, no, we're going to have to get you back on a, like a schedule. I'm like a puppy almost. Like I can't, the schedule can't be broken or else I just fuck shit up. So consistency and patience. Those are my two biggest words for 2020. Patience with myself, patience with the things that I'm trying to do, patience with other people. I think those are good for me for 2020. I need them yeah. to read on my forehead. But like, so when I look in the mirror, I can like read them. Yeah. No, okay. those are definitely good. I, I I don't think it can be stated enough. I don't think it can be stated enough how much everything you just listed out <laughs> takes from you. Like it really does. And the only reason why I can speak to that is because I just went through all that, you know, mm-hmm. and perfect little segue to talking about me. Not that I just shifted the whole conversation. No, I mean, I literally just asked you like. Oh, yeah. Okay, perfect. (laughs) So talking about me now. Talk about you now. (laughs) See, here's the thing. Allie Allie and I, we're in like two different avenues right now. She's going everything, going to be going through everything that I just finished going through. So like I'm on the other side of the green at this point. So my goals are different from hers, but are very related to everything she just said because I realized, and I kind of made a post about it, um, not only on the podcast Instagram, but also on my personal Instagram, that everything that I had put on my plate the last two years, it's not just been this year because I put a lot of stuff on my plate last year too in 2018. 
So everything that I put on my plate, I realized on the honeymoon how much that was taking time away from my family and friends. And the thing with it is that I'm like the type of person that like, I want to be everything to everyone. Um, And I do not like to say no. And I don't like to disappoint people. I mean, I think that must be an Aquarius thing because you're the same exact way, but I don't like to disappoint people and I don't want people to feel that I'm letting them down in any way if I don't follow through with the commitment. The issue with that, though, is that me overloading and committing to everyone else, it was taking time away from Brandon. It was taking time away from friends and actually enjoying my time with friends. It was taking time away from my family because, you know, I have X, Y, Z thing I need to do in Orlando. If I'm in Fort Myers, that means I need to cut my short time with them, too. Mm-hmm. So for me, 2020 is really going to be about recentering my priorities and prioritizing my time to my family and to my friends um, and really being kind to myself in the self-care space because when I was doing that much stuff at one time this past couple months, I mean, I didn't see a bedtime before midnight. Like I didn't see a bedtime before midnight just to be back up at 4.30, 5 a.m., like mm-hmm. running on a few hours of sleep, it's not healthy. And for anyone that knows me really well, you understand that nine o'clock is an aggressive bedtime for me, let alone midnight. So, you know, I have a lot to be thankful for in 2019. I have a lot that I've, I have accomplished, but I also realized that it was taking a substantial amount of time away from what was really important, which was Brandon and my family and my friends. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's going to, I guess it's not really like a word, but more like a mantra. Like I, I just need to learn how to say no and need to learn how to reprioritize. And that's kind of hard for me too, because on the flip side, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. As much as I know I need to slow down, I also do really like to be busy. So it's it's definitely a difficulty for me because if I'm not like challenging myself, I really struggle with that. And, and I, cause I constantly want to do better. I want to be more. That's just who I am Mm -hmm. this year. I want to enjoy being married. I want to enjoy spending time with my husband and us doing the things that we want to do and doing it in with the fullest intentions of a heart of being present. Because that's the other thing too, when you're so worried about all the other things that you have to do, you're not living in the present. And unfortunately, I didn't realize how taken away I was until we went to Jamaica where it was literally just us and we had nothing to worry about. I was in this constant state of anxiety of like, I need to get this done or I need to just worry about this or is there an email that I didn't send out? Like it was taking energy away from Brandon. So it's very different. It's very different. And, you know, I'm glad that I had 2019 to see that because I've been a victim of this. I don't know how many times. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now that my family has changed is Brandon and I were married now, like that's changed. I mean, granted, nothing's changed with our relationship. We've been married for like, God knows how long now. A month. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But like, even the only thing that's different about relationship is that we legalized it, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing's changed with that though. But 
now that we are past the giant hurdles that we've gone through the last couple of years, I just want us to be able to enjoy it. I want us to be able to enjoy rest, which again, not good at that. And I unfortunately dragged Brandon into that too. Um, and just being kind to ourselves, you know, it's like we, and I was just telling him this the other day, we are so bad at being kind to ourselves that it's like even buying clothes, like, you know, I know actually I've been shopping on Amazon more. So like, be proud of me. I've been buying some new clothes, but like even clothes, like shoes, like him and I, like we'll wear stuff to the ground, like until it has holes in it and stuff like that. Like, that's just who we are. And I told him, I was like, we need to be kinder to ourselves about this. Like if something is not looking good, if it's not the way it needs to be anymore, like we need to just toss it out and spend the money to treat ourselves to something nice. Like, literally, I know. This recording will go down in freaking history because the number of times that I've been like, Natalie, you're 27 years old. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so that's that's a little bit of alley influence on that because it's taken me 27 years to realize that I, this is stuff that I need to do for myself, you know, and treat myself every once in a while. And Going into 2020, I really am being very intentional about still working on my mental health, about my body image and how I feel about myself. Because, you know, obviously, like, at some point, like, Brandon and I were going to start a family. When that happens, who knows, you know? But I've realized that, like, I can't, I can't be the parent that I want to be if I have this negative mental perception about myself all the time. Because at some point, like, when we bring a kid, you know, into the equation, I'm going to project that on my child, and I don't want that. So the mental health, body image, self-vibe, whatever you want to call it, self-love, like, whatever, that's going to be a goal that's going to extend beyond 2020 for me. That's just something that I have to be intentional about. Because the second I find myself slipping, like, it goes all downhill for me, you know? And I feel like I've made a lot of good progress this year, and I really don't want to lose that or change that not necessarily word more like a culmination of goals into a series of intentions if that makes sense I can't really sum that up with words like there's no way like so uh, yeah I can't really sum that up with like a specific word but those are my focuses going into the new year that's good yeah yeah I think you know with my words um consistency and patience are those kind of go hand in hand with like that mental space I guess that you were kind of touching on is consistent and obviously like what we're eating I mean for Brian and I that makes that is huge for us and I know I talk about it all the time and what we eat what we put in our bodies what we do to to help our bodies by working out or just doing things like those are really important for us and Brian's really good at meditating. Brian's really good at being introspective. Um, I'm not. So with consistency and patience, it's going to be kind of letting me feel whatever it is I'm feeling and then focusing on getting myself out of it. I have a mm-hmm. tendency to wallow a lot um, when I'm upset. I, I know the choice of the decision I need to make to get out of it, and I actively choose to stay in 
whatever it is that's bothering me. And that's not healthy for me, obviously. And it's not healthy for my relationship. And it's not good for Brian because he tries everything that he can to help me get out of it. And for maybe those that do suffer from whatever, I'm not saying that it is a, a you're choosing to stay the way you are. But for some of us, that decision, we see it. We see the right choice and we choose to make the wrong one. And I do that a lot. So with the consistency and with patience, it's if I do make that mistake again, like it's, I'm not going to beat myself up for it, but I'm going to be consistent or try to be consistent when making the right choice to get out of my funk or depression or, or whatever it is that I am in at the moment. Mm-hmm. So, but it sucks. It's hard. It's, it's really hard. And it's hard because not to like delve into this now because I'm sure we'll talk about it at some point in the future, but mm-hmm. it's it's hard to to train yourself to look at the situation in a manner that counteracts how the easier path. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it's it's easy to get stuck in in what you're feeling and it's easy to like feel down about yourself or like to constantly be like thinking about something. And I mean, I know that because that's, that's how I was. Like, that's what I've been working on. So to challenge yourself to think and to say like, all right, this morning, like, I'm going to just take every single day with a glass half full approach. Like, no matter what happens, I am going to try to see the positive in this. No matter what I do, there's going to be something that I can see the positive in this situation. So, you know, and, and that's hard. That's, that's an intentional thing. And it doesn't sound like it would be so difficult, but like Ali and I are really similar in the fact that we ruminate and we really do hold ourselves to the gun sometimes when we are really down. And so, you know, for that to be a goal for like both of us, because that's basically what we're saying. Like we're yeah. pretty much saying the goal, like is a testament to us, like really going all in and committing to the process of seeing the situation differently. and you know, for people that struggle with that, like just take it one day at a time. If there's like something that you need to develop, like a mantra, a routine, like you wake up in the morning and you write something on your foggy bathroom window, whatever it is that you see that kind of reinforces that, like you are better than you're giving yourself credit for how you're viewing yourself, do it because it changes you. It really does change you. And I would say, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I would say if you are struggling with methods to help you get out of like the funk or to help you work through something, diving into like personal development Mm -hmm. has Mm -hmm. been huge for me. I'm Mm -hmm. currently reading Everything is Figureoutable by Marie Forleo and um, a friend of ours, Katie, the Katie Mag, um, she posted about it a few months ago. And I haven't had time to like really sit and listen, you know, so I've restarted the book and the way she describes it, she's just like, and it's so basic. It's so freaking basic. It's like everything you're going through or whether it's like a new job or um, a thing you want to accomplish or something that you're diving into that you literally have no freaking clue how to do, but everything is figureoutable. Like if if nothing was figureoutable or if, if some things were just like impossible, like you wouldn't be where you are today. Every yeah. little decision, everything that you've accomplished, you've figured out. And whether that means asking someone for help, Googling it or trying something without like looking anything up and failing, but you know that that one method doesn't work. Yeah. Like 
everything is figureoutable. And I was just like, duh. Like, yeah. I don't know why I forget that sometimes because I get stuck on thinking like, oh, well, I can't do that. Like I, that's going to be too hard for me. Like that's just not my thing. You know, with editing this podcast, I was like, oh God, like I probably can't do that. Even though like in the past, like I've edited things before, I just Mm -hmm. told myself that I wasn't good at it or I wasn't going to be good at it, you know? And then- Put yourself in a box of not being able to do it. Right. And then when- push came to shove, you know, when it was, I need to take this off of Natalie because she has like way too much going on right now. What did we do? I set up a Skype call with you and you went over everything with me and I fiddled with audacity and lost files and had to re-edit and, and I figured it out, you know? I mean, it's like this podcast. We had no idea what we were doing at the beginning of the year. You guys, we had zero clue what we were doing. We still don't know. I mean, honestly, like we're not professionals, you know, we just kind of go along with it as it, as we go, you know, but that's such an important thing because especially for you, Allie, not to go on a tangent, but for you, I'm like so happy that this is a goal because you have more potential than you give yourself credit for. And I've always said that about you, Mm -hmm. always. And the only person sometimes that doesn't see that is you so the fact that you're willing to like commit to this to really be kind in how you view your ability and to accept that I'm a magical fucking unicorn and I'm going to embrace the power of my magic this year is awesome because so many times I've heard you say I don't know how to do this like I don't know how to do this and you I mean you've been transparent with that about this on the podcast too that, you know, sometimes you're your own worst enemy when it comes to how you view things and how you feel others view you. So the fact that you're like willing to push that aside and say like, I can do this, like, and I, regardless if I feel like I know how to do it, we'll figure it out in some way. I'm very proud of you for that because I know that's a challenge for you. And that's something that's very uncomfortable for you too. Cause I mean, Allie likes your routine. Allie likes to know what's going on with the day. So if something's like chaotic like that where she doesn't have like the route, sometimes it does really stress her out. And she's been transparent with that. The fact that you're willing to let it ride, like that is a massive accomplishment. And I know that as the year progresses, when you embrace that and like you fully go all in on that, you're going to feel a lot happier. You're going to feel a lot of relief. Um, because it's just stressful when you put that much pressure on yourself, you know? Yeah. So 2020 is looking high right now. It's looking great. And, you know, we're not perfect. We've never, if that's one thing that I can probably say on this podcast with us having these conversations that we've never projected this idea that we're perfect. And obviously like this conversation is another testament to that. There's a lot of stuff that we are consistently trying to work on to better ourselves with and stuff that might not appear as being an issue is hard for us. But if there's anything that's optimistic about a new year, it is the new opportunity to embrace the day and start it fresh with a new set of eyes, with a new mentality and just go for it. And here's the thing. You don't have to wait until the new year. It's just the new year is like a good starting point Mm -hmm. for making a change 
But if you get in a couple weeks and you feel like things are still down, just go all in on what it is that you're trying to do. Like, you don't have to, like, if you want to go to the gym, like, don't feel ashamed for going to the gym and starting your gym routine Mm -hmm. two months after the new year. Like, the point is that, that you're starting and that is the hardest part, you know? Oh, yeah. And things will happen during the year. Mm -hmm. things will happen it'll like knock your routine out or it'll make you feel like whatever I mean that happened to me this year last year I don't even remember my grandma passed and that subconsciously rocked my entire world you know like I thought I was fine you know I understood I we knew it was going to happen so it wasn't like you know out of nowhere but I wasn't showing up anymore. I didn't Mm -hmm. see the purpose in things anymore. And I didn't realize that was happening to me until I, I don't know. I just like woke up one day and I'm like, what have I been doing for three months? Like nothing, nothing. So things will happen during the year or during, during your life. And you just have to like, let yourself feel them. And sometimes it's, three months, sometimes it's a week, sometimes it's, you know, six months, but eventually you'll get through it and you'll wake up one day and be like, wow, okay. Like I'm out of the fog. I need, I need to do something now. And it could literally be walking around your neighborhood for 30 minutes every day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, something as simple as that, or trying a new recipe out or, you know, establishing a a connection with somebody you haven't talked to in a really long time or creating new friends or going to a new coffee shop. It's all any change in your, in whatever it is that you were stuck doing, like being sad or whatever is going to be positive change. Amen, sister. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. We are so, so, oh wait, just kidding. We're not ending it yet. Oh, the podcast Nothing is changing on release days, so we are going to remain releasing episodes on Tuesdays. Um, We are going to shorten the episodes a little bit just to make them a little easier to digest. That way you might not have to listen to them in three sittings. You can listen to them in one or two, depending on how long your commute is to work. Um, And we are going to be posting on Instagram a bit more intentionally. We want to really engage with you guys and and get to know you guys a little bit better. So we are going to cut back on Instagram a bit. Doesn't mean we'll be gone. Um, We're just going to be way more intentional with with what we're putting out there. That way we know like the connections we're making are authentic. Authentic. Cutting back on frequency, but increasing intentionality. Yes. And we also want to have more of you guys on the podcast. Interviews are always fun for us. So we have a few lined up for 2020 and we're really excited for them. So if you have someone in mind or if you have something that you feel really passionate about talking about, let us know and we can schedule something. We had a few on the same topic, so we'll have to kind of figure out how we're going to do that. But there is a lot out there that you guys are going through and you guys are all on different pages of your life book than mm-hmm. us. You know, some of you guys are moms. Some of you are, have been married for a very long time. Some of you have chosen not to be married. Some of you are like 16 years old. That's cool. Like, but 
everyone is doing something so differently and everyone's at different phases of their lives. So we want to get to know you guys and we want to get you guys knowing each other, getting to know each other. So if you have something that you feel really passionate about talking about, um, please message us and we will uh, be sure to schedule some time, uh, talk to you and see if we can get you on the podcast and get your message out there. Anything else, Natalie, from your side of the mic? Nope. You guys just enjoy the last, well, once it is being broadcasted, is this being broadcasted in 2021? So the last day of 2019. You guys enjoy your New Year's Eve. Enjoy the ride. I hope this year was just as fabulous for you as it was for us. And we are thankful that you tune in to our shenanigans every week. I mean, we feel like it's shenanigans, but genuinely it's coming. Everything we're saying is coming from a place of authenticity and love you know so we appreciate you guys we hope you have a fabulous 2019 new year's eve and an even better start to your 2020 all right you know the gist we release episodes every single tuesday um we are on apple podcasts spotify google play stitcher iHeartRadio. the way we release episodes might be changing in the new future so if there is a glitch in the upcoming weeks Bear with us. We are trying something new, folks. Um, like we're definitely going to have an error. We're going to have a glitch, so just bear with us, okay? We will get it right. Get it right. Get it tight, okay? Nothing's changing. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. And, yeah, happy new year. Besos. Bye. Bye. Bye.